Welcome to the family with Tevin Piven, co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, and Mike Bryant. Alex isn't here yet, but she'll be here. Bert Ward, Robin, is going to join us. <laughs> That's we're going to talk dog food? Mm-hmm. Dog food. Most likely. It's going to be the third time I've been on with Robin. See? It's amazing. What do you think He's of that, a few times. We'll be right back, kick things off. You want to do a live? Of course. <laughs> That'd be great. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. As pointed out today, people make mistakes on Twitter. <laughs> and sometimes I think they make those mistakes because they're writing and tweeting and texting while they're driving, which is against the law. You gotta have hands free. You can't be doing that without without you gotta be safe. And if you're gonna stay safe for your loved ones and for yourself and for the people on the roads, you just drive. That's what you do. Drive instead of Effing around. That's right. <laughs> I asked Catherine about that. She was sitting at a light one time. A woman was, what, she was steering with her knees and putting on her makeup. Oh, and my God. And eating. And, and eating. Too. And eating. Yeah. But that was me. There was a gal who was putting on makeup, putting on eyeliner, and eyeliner. she stuck one of those things in her eye. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's like, ouch. You shouldn't have pointy objects in oh, your, by your no. eye when you're driving. While you're driving? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Bad idea. Walter.com. <laughs> <laughs> Since there was a bad mistake, I thought dump it on Dougie. Sounds good. I like it. Brad John Bryant, Michael Bryant. Tommy, I never believed it until now, but apparently you're a pretty big deal. Was there ever a question in your mind? Well, you might say I was a doubting Thomas. See what I did there? Yes, how incredibly clever. Anyway, what's your point? Well, last month I was trying to find you a car to replace the Mafia Mobile and suggested leasing a Nissan Altima as it was impossible to find your first choice. I love that Altima, and I'm actually looking forward to checking out the all-wheel drive as soon as it's known. Well, apparently someone at Nissan was listening to us, and at this month, at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we can offer short-term 18-month leases. That's actually pretty smart. By then, the chip shortage will be over, right? Man, I hope so. The only chip shortage I want to hear about is Bilski dumping one into the bunker. By the way, for the first time ever, Coon Rapids Nissan was number one in the state, and Burnsville was number two. Your Altima was actually one of the cars that put J-Lo on top. To learn more about short-term leasing, stop into Burnsville Nissan or Coon Rapids Nissan. Welcome back to the Tom Bernard Show. Am I on? You are. I can hear you. Okay, good. Here we are. Tom ran off the outside, got a very important phone call, apparently. Mm-hmm. Must be from the president. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know. <laughs> I all see would run out the door on a Monday. How is everyone today? Good. Did you okay. say we have bird already? Yes, I did. All right. We got the signature catchphrase coming, I got to bet. Yeah. And I've got to get to my calendar and look at this. Hello. Is he on? I'm just, is he on? Bert, are you there? Hello, citizens. There we go. <laughs> Boom. How are you? Wonderful, thank you. Getting oh. ready for this uh, Christmas uh, and New Year. Hopefully we're going to have a, a better New Year than uh, we had last year. Hopefully. Yeah, we've, been, we've been saying that for a while That's now. Right. Are we going on year two of mm-hmm. hoping for a better year? <laughs> yeah, now it's like insanity. <laughs> trying to lose my well, mind. You know, I, I like to tell everybody the first hundred years are the hardest. That's that pretty <laughs> I don't know. My dad's 95, and I'm thinking the first 90. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty those, good. <laughs> those last few years. Yeah. And Tom's, Tom's joining us again. Hello there, Tom. Hello there, listeners. <laughs> 
Bert is on the phone. Bert is on the phone. Ward, I love talking to Bert Ward because he's even keel. He doesn't get too political. You're not a very political guy, Bert. I kind of like that. It just kind of, you take care of business, you help people out. It's wonderful. Well, you, you know, I'll tell you something. It really is an interesting thing because, um, you know, we care so much for, for animals, dogs and cats. And, you know, everybody that has one, regardless of their, uh, I guess, political affiliation, they love their, their pets. They love them, you know. So we, because we are 100% to help animals live longer and healthier and really to try to make a better world for all of us, that we, uh, we manage to get along with everybody, you know what I mean? <laughs> we I stay away it. from the fray, if you know what I mean. Uh, well, I, I do appreciate it. That's all I have to say. I, you have nothing. Every time we've ever talked, Bert, all over all these years, every time I talk to you, you always have very positive messages. You're helping people out. You're helping animals out. Whatever it is. It's all you ever do. Well, we've got a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel in the studio, and he had some bragging rights today. He almost caught a squirrel. Almost. <laughs> today. He's the closest almost. he's ever gotten. Almost he was got maybe it, huh? a foot away from it. Plus, he was the star of your Christmas card. <laughs> He was a star. Yeah. When you read through it, <laughs> well, it he says does, that he, he does, does run, run the, the world. He does yeah. run the show. Yes, he runs everything. Oh, he definitely runs the show, Bert. Definitely runs my life. I know <laughs> that. Sounds Absolutely. Like, sounds like my dog. <laughs> so, Mr. Ward, what's the latest? Everything going well with you, I hope? Oh, wonderful. Thank you. You know, um, we, we this year, you know, we launched our, our cat food. You know, we've been doing so well to help dogs live longer with our, our dog food now since 2005 gee i mean <laughs> you start to realize how how long the time or how fast time goes by you know what i mean but uh now we uh we we had an interesting thing happen about a year and a half ago we had two of our cats that we had rescued um we had actually lost them they, one of them lived to 31 and the other lived to 32 years of age holy and moly this is un- <laughs> exactly he took the words right out of my mouth, and uh, <laughs> yeah. they, you know, they uh, they were eating our dog food, <laughs> and it was just absolutely amazing. So what we did is we we went back to our four top nutritionists and said, okay, let's make the finest cat food in the world to have help cats live longer and healthier. So now we have gentle giant cat and kitten food. That's and, a- you know, this is <laughs> it's our charity. We. We, we, we do this because we love animals, you know. It, it's so funny, when I was doing Batman, my goodness, you know, here we are chasing heinous villains, uh, <laughs> heinous, rescuing heinous. And, and now, you know, we're rescuing animals. It's, uh, you know, it, 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 it's something that I, I got to tell you, you know, if you love animals, you, you try to help them. You know, they, they really, in today's world, can't survive without human help. I mean, it's pretty hard, um, you know, to, to survive in this world. Actually, it's pretty hard to survive in this world if you're a human, right? <laughs> right, but, right. But, but, but for, for these animals, you know, so we, we uh, and we have a whole new kind of logo that we have on all of our, our packaging. And again, I, I, you know, where we say love for our precious pets and our precious planet. So we're, we're doing everything we can. We're really thrilled that We've got here in, in our home, we always have about 50 dogs. You know, we, we literally have gone to the dogs uh, over the last 20, 27 years <laughs> He's now. He's working it. Yeah. 
15,500 dogs in our home in 27 years. And, and we're just happy to, you know, to help these animals live longer and healthier. And, you know, we get every week now, we, we get about 1,100 people that contact us with questions about, well, what do I do about this and what do I do about that? And, and we help everybody, you know. I, I guess the thing that's surprising um, uh, for a lot of our people that call is that when they call, they get either my wife or myself. They hmm. think, well, you know, I'm just calling to get some information about this dog food or the cat food. And they, you know, and I, I'm talking to them. I say, "Gee, you, you really sound very familiar. What's your name?" <laughs> and and then and then of course I'll tell them. They say, "Oh my God, Martha, quick, come here. Robin's on the phone." <laughs> <laughs> Do they always have have Batman questions for you? Well, once they find out, yes. But you see, they they met. It is so funny how, you know, on Batman, we had the strangest thing that I thought was just made no sense where where um, Batman and Robin would be called to Commissioner Gordon's office and we'd go in there dressed as Batman and Robin and, you know, we'd have dialogue with them. And then 10 minutes later, after we left, we'd come back as Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson in our <laughs> civilian clothes. And I used to say, nobody would ever believe this. <laughs> I, I believed so, at the time. giant guy and one small guy. I mean, nobody, this is not believable. You can't do this. They go, and, and, you know, it really turns out that it's strange. But unless in today's world we're all so busy with what we're doing and focusing on these different things, it's, Stuff like this really happens. When I would make my personal appearances uh, uh, all across the country, I'd be, you know, go out and sign autographs for five hours straight, oh, and sure. never a, a break in the line. And then afterwards, uh, you know, I'd get out of my Robin costume and I'd go out and, you know, still a whole bunch of people in the crowd milling around, and nobody would ever recognize me. <laughs> That's I mean, amazing. I, I mean, it was the first moment peace of the day, you know. So I, I love that idea, but you know, it really. It's one of those things where something that you can't believe really, you know, I guess that's the way it is, you know. So with animals, we, we love them, and we're constantly, you know, having rescued more than 15,000. Um, we, you know, it, we're always trying to do something better. We even rescued horses, and at one point we had goats and sheep and pigs. I mean, you know, somebody that saves animals, you know, it doesn't matter which kind it is, if you know what I mean. Sure. Are you going to expand any other kinds of foods? Yes, yes. We're actually working on 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 other kinds of foods for dogs and cats. There's a lot of people out there talking about things like, you know, dehydrated and uh, freeze-dried and this and that. And, uh, and what our whole focus is is really not so much on, on just making food. It's, it's helping animals live longer. Sure. And to that extent, everything we do is focused on that. And, and you know, I must tell you something. It, it is a thrill when you save a life. And so I encourage everybody, you know, do what you can, even if it means taking a, a, a blanket to an animal shelter or, or, you know, you see a dog running in the street, you know, call, call your shelter or, or, you know, try to save the life. Uh, life is such a precious commodity, isn't it? You know? <laughs> That, that we all should try to do the best we can to help these animals live longer. Yep. This is, you know, now 27 years, this is my wife, Tracy, and my, my passion. We, we don't take any salary from, 
from our dog food or our cat food or from our rescue. It, it's just always trying to, to, to make things better. And animals really are enriching to our lives. It, I guess it's so funny. The only complaint I've ever gotten is people say, you and your wife, you care so much about animals. Why don't you do something for people? Mm. And I said, wait a minute. Ugh. If I help you keep your dog living healthy an extra five or ten years by, by our feeding and care program and our food, don't you think I've done something for you? Sure. Oh, yeah, you're right. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> did, did you have pets as a kid? Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and both my wife and I did. My wife actually had, had them younger than me. She rescued her first kitten at age three. Oh, wow. I said, oh, wait a minute. Tracy, now, how could you rescue a kitten at three? Well, it turned out that she and her dad had gone to an animal shelter to see the animals and to, you know, make a donation. And uh, somehow there was this kitten, and her father uh, said, you think you can take care of it, Tracy? said, you bet. And, and it's funny because Tracy, my wife, we, we both of us, you know, with, with our, all of our animals. I have horses here, and and uh, it, it, it's really enriching. Animals really can improve your life with all the stress out there in the world, you know. It's nice to have a, an animal there to, to pet and care for. Sure. You mean by all the stress in the world, you mean uh, by, by saying all the stress in the world, you mean humans? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I do. What other kind of stress yeah. is there? <laughs> I mean, it, 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 and you, you know, I tell you, it is nothing better to, to see um, uh, an animal that was, was not doing well now doing well again. I, mean, I can't tell you how many people they call call me up or they write. They say, you know, I heard about your food or I heard about your feeding care program, and you know, I thought, well, okay, I'll try it. And it's been 30 days, and I'm not sure I have the same dog. I mean, this dog, he, he, he was, you know, he's kind of at nine years old, kind of limping around. Now he's running around like a puppy again and uh, and wearing me out. And, I, you know, and, and it's great to hear that we can we can do things great for animals. And, and here at, at Christmas time, you know, um, now's a special time when you've got family and stuff over and you really kind of have to, you have your pets, you kind of, you know, have to make sure that there's nothing that's around that they can get into that could harm them. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, baby, baby proofing your house is kind of what you need to do for animals because dogs have a average um, intelligence as an adult of a five-year-old child, and uh, you have to you have to do take care of them because otherwise they can get into trouble. No, no, I have to do my job here, Bert. I got to do this part to tell people how to how to access the uh, product, from caped crusader to canine crusader. <laughs> Gentle Giants Products manufactures all natural Gentle Giants dog food, which is sold in more than 1,250 stores in California, Arizona, and Florida, and is sold nationally through mail order on Walmart.com and Amazon.com. There, that's how you can get the product. And 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 we're in we're in. Uh, 2,500 Walmart super centers. We're now in Target stores. All oh, across in your Target, we're excellent. Grocery oh, stores. Yeah, so it, it's, uh, it, it's terrific that we're finally able to reach out to people to go into their local you know, Target or Walmart and, and get our food conveniently. And then all those places, like we're actually we're going into uh, uh, a few store, test stores in Petco in January. Oh, we're very excited about that. And 
Our food's available Petco.com, PetSmart.com, TractorSupply.com. We, it, 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 as, as we've grown, we've, you know, made our food more available naturally. We're kind of, we're kind of thrilled because we just, uh, we're informed now we're the 20th largest pet food company in, in the United States, which, wow. which is, it, it's terrific that you do something for charity and somehow, you know, if you do things for others, good things come back. How long and we're able to reach out to so many people. How long is it, have you had, have you been uh, with the product, or how long has this been going? We, we, well, we started rescuing in 1994, and and uh, and in fact, I'll tell you what happened. We we uh, had moved with our young daughter here east of Los Angeles. There's a little town called Norco, which is the, it's like the last western town in America where horses have the right of way over cars and. Very animal friendly, and and we we rescued a great Dane, and um, we um, and for our daughter, and then we heard of other ones needing rescue, and one thing led to another, and I guess we went a little crazy. By the end of August of 1994, we had 102 great Danes in our house and 62 puppies under seven weeks of age, and because the person who had been doing rescue in Southern California had actually died. And now all these great games were going to shelters and being put to death. Mm. And and I told my wife Tracy, I said, "Look, we got to do something. We, how about just for a couple of weeks, just till we <laughs> find somebody else to take this over?" Well, it's been 27 years, and I'm still waiting for somebody to come rescue me. <laughs> but how long have you been selling the dog food? Since 2005. Five. 2000, yeah, okay. at the end of 2005. And the reason we made it is we couldn't stand to see yes. our dogs dying so young. And, um, and you know, we actually never intended to sell it. You, you, well, yes, because they have very short lifespan, only seven to nine years. So when we went out and made this food, it was because, just imagine, if you lived with more than 50 dogs in your house, you, you are so consumed with caring for animals, we, we actually never had intended to sell it. it, it what happened was, we made it for our dogs, and when we found the certain things that we had to do, for example, I tell people all the time, if you want to know how our food is different than every other food, go pick up a few kibbles of that of the food you're feeding your dog or your cat and rub them in your fingers, and then put, put the kibbles down and rub your fingers together and feel that slightly greasy feeling, because it's there on every food we've ever sold. That's animal fat that was sprayed onto the food to make the animal eat more to make you buy more dog food uh, or cat food. I mean, we don't do that. And and clogging dogs' arteries and intestines shortens their lives. And then, of course, you know, now everything in the, in the, our country, uh, the big thing is non-GMO, you know, no genetically modified organisms. On, on our website, GentleGiantsDogFood.com, we have a whole section on non-genetically modified organisms that, that you know, and, and what we did is we found a great video with all these prominent veterinarians. And let me tell you, you might find this to be quite interesting. All of the vets that were interviewed in this video say that just about the same thing, which is 10, 15, 20 years ago, they would see one patient, dog or cat, a month that had cancer. Now, every single day, one out of every two patients they see has oh, cancer. Geez. And they attribute that to the genetically modified organisms oh, in food. That's interesting. So let me give you an example. 
Let's take rice, for example. I do know that in the United States, 98% of the rice that you can buy has been genetically modified. Mm. Only 2% is non-GMO. People say, well, why did they do that? Well, because farmers, when they grow the rice, uh, pests will attack the plant. And when they spray a pesticide to kill the pest, it would kill the plant many times. So by genetically modifying the plant, it doesn't die and it produces the rice, but the, the rice has absorbed the pesticide. And when you have an animal, whether a dog or a cat, even humans, look at humans that all of a sudden, you know, they're near these fields where they spray pesticides and they're coming down with cancer. So our food is one of the only, if maybe the only food that is non-genetically modified. And so when we go to buy, for example, rice, we have to buy from that 2% out there in the United States that has non-GMO rice. And you start to say, my gosh, every ingredient in, your, in our food is non-GMO. And okay. so that, that combined with no greasy coating of food, these, the things that we've done to help these animals live longer is why we have dogs living up to 27 and a half years and now cats living up to 32 years. And again, if you do the right thing, ultimately you get the best results. Well, and we also have a big obesity problem with even our animals. I mean, there's diet, yeah, well, dog that food. Yeah. yeah. Well, let me, that's caused by the food. And, and I love to give this example. Do you remember about 10 years ago there was um, a, a gentleman named Morgan Spurlock that yep. in Ohio went into a McDonald's. He <laughs> ate every meal, breakfast, lunch, yeah. dinner, and a snack in that McDonald's for a month. At the end of the month, he had gained 55 pounds and he almost died. And that's One because month. of the fat content of okay. the food. They made the movie Super Size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm talking about is exactly the same thing, only it applies to animals. Greasy foods, grease coating on the outside, added fat on the inside, all of which is designed for one reason, to make animals eat more, to make you feed them more, to make you buy more pet food. You know, many people don't know this. Evil plot. You can talk about Morgan Spurlock uh, eating a lot, uh, but it can't compare to your intellect. So what do you think of that? Do people know that you're as bright as you are, Bert? Yeah. I don't know. You ask my wife, you would say, oh, no, no, no. You're not <laughs> no, you, we could talk about the fact that you were first born in chess for Beverly Hills High School, uh, highly intellectual young man, Bert. You could brag about that a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, well, now, you, can, can I tell you, the, the, I do remember one thing very distinctly. When I was in my third year at UCLA um, and I uh, had uh, – Tested as the top 3% of the country in math and science right. on the college level. And when I left to do Batman, the dean of, uh, at, at the University of California, Los Angeles, really tried everything she could to talk me out of it. Said, Bert, you should be a nuclear scientist, right. not right. an actor. You know? I said, you know, I don't know. I think I might enjoy the acting more. Yeah. Yep, you made a great choice. <laughs> He's a very smart guy, though. People, yep. I don't think people know how bright you are, Bert. Well, thank you for, for the compliment. But, all, you know, all I care about is that while I'm here on this planet, and so does my wife, that we can do whatever we can to leave this world better off than the way we found it. And, you know, we're really very sincere about that. And so to that extent, that's why we spend, well, my wife, Tracy, just imagine for the last 27 years, spend 15 to 18 hours a day 
seven days a week caring for animals. Well, I mean, it's really a big deal. You know, yeah. People say, oh, yeah, well, they just run that little old rescue there. No, oh, no. It, it is a, we feed 600 pounds a day of gentle giant. 600 pounds. <laughs> wow. That's, I mean, that's 20 of those big bags of dog food. And you start to say to yourself, wait a minute. What does it take to lift, carry, and pour 20 bags a day of food? You know, I mean, it, it, it is really, it, it, it is a, it's a big deal doing this. And, and, and the reason we ended up selling our food was because the people that would come to adopt the dog and would see an 18-year-old Great Dane, which anybody that has ever seen big animals know they don't live anywhere near that long, seven to nine years for a Great Dane six to eight years for a master. They see an 18-year-old Great Dane here, and they say, well, okay, now that I'm adopting this dog, what do I feed them? Oh, well, just go feed whatever you want. Now, this is 27 years ago. And they said, no, 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 no. I want to feed what you're feeding. And we had originally made our food. Just, you know, we weren't selling them. So we made it in plain white bags. And we, you know, hadn't, of course, we didn't have to label it because we are just feeding to our own animals. So we had to go through a whole thing of, learning what the labeling laws were and doing all of that because people wouldn't want to adopt a dog unless they could have the same food that kept our dogs living twice their normal lifespan. And that's how one led thing led to another. And one of the people that came and adopted was a store manager of a 176-chain grocery store in Southern California called Stater Brothers. Yeah. And he yeah. went to the buyer. They called me. And, and we, you know, we thought this is just, oh, well, you know, it's a fluke, you know, right? I mean, it, it, and yet, no. <laughs> it's become bigger and bigger and bigger. And, and my wife and I spend so much time working uh, to, you know, make sure that you everybody gets their food and all of that stuff. But it, the satisfaction is animals out there now are living as long as twice their normal lifespan. When, because of the, of the efforts that my wife Tracy and I have made, and we, as I, I said, you know, we take no salary from this. It's just the satisfaction, especially at Christmas time, you know, because a lot of people give Christmas presents of pets, and uh, and of course, look during this whole horrible pandemic for the last year and a half. You know, wh- the only positive thing that I heard that has came out of the pandemic was that when people were staying at home. For company, they would go and adopt a dog or a cat hmm. from an yep. animal yeah. shelter. Mm-hmm. All true. shelters that were, you know, that animal shelters up until this pandemic were putting to death a million dogs a month yes. across the country. And 70% were puppies. Oh, puppies. Indiscriminate breeding. <laughs> well, I mean, the dog's a dog. I mean, you know. They're being emptied. They're being emptied. Of, and, and people are now having a loving companion at home. And, of course, for a lot of people that are new pet owners, there's a lot of information you need to know. You know, it's not just like, oh, let's just put a food bowl out there and get a leash and take them for a walk. There is a lot to properly doing anything sure. in this world, especially caring for an animal. Because every life is precious. That's how it should be. Life should be precious. And hopefully, uh, like I said, we need more people like you uh, and your wife out there helping. You didn't need to do this, but you felt the responsibility and you took up the, uh, you took the challenge on and, and look how you succeeded. It's a wonderful thing. It's a great story. Well, you know, you know I will tell you this. People say, what is it like to live with 50 animals? <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, really start to think about it first. What is it like to live? Well, you know, um, they, it's like a big family. I'm here among 50 dogs. You don't hear a word. Why? Because we've trained them not to bark unless they sense danger, which, by the way, for your listeners out there, you don't want to have your dog barking because, believe it or not, that is the beginning of aggressive behavior. Okay? So you've got to got to tell your dog, no barking, no barking. And they, one of the ways that people say to me all the time, well, I don't know, my dog keeps barking even if I tell him no barking. Well, you can't give up. You have to outlast the dog. <laughs> the dog is going to be so funny. Dogs, it, it, they think so differently than we do. You know, if you if you don't like a behavior, you have to really communicate that to your dog or cat. But you know, mainly with dogs, no, can't do that, boy. No, no, no. And and the thing is, is that if you do outlast them, they really want to please you. So once they understand what you really want, they'll go out of their way. But people say, well, I don't know what to do. This my dog never stops barking. Well, they gave up. And and it's funny with an animal. If if you if you don't want a behavior and you don't persist with telling them that you don't want the behavior, they'll think not only is it okay to do it, but hey, he really wants me to bark. <laughs> no, that's not what you want. But you you have you have to put the time in. You know, there's no way around it. You have an animal and you want to have a great experience. You got to give them not just love and attention, but you got to give them your time and just like with a human child. You, the, the more effort you put in, the better things can turn out. You know, Bert, now my wife is looking down the table at me like, boy, you never shut up, Tom, what should we do? <laughs> it's like a dog barking, Bert. I just never shut up. It's all well, true. I, 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 understand, I understand that. But, uh, so for us here, with 50 dogs in our house, that, uh, you know, and everybody's house broken, everybody's clean. We have uh, industrial size, uh, you know, uh, for, for washing our dogs and stuff like that. But we, we, we enjoy their company, and they're all so happy. And I think, really, that's part of helping animals live longer and healthier, creating an environment that is nurturing and, and you know, and peaceful. Every creature loves peace. And, and that's why it's so important, you know, to, to properly care for your dog or your cat. And people need to reach out again, ladies and gentlemen, too. Uh, you can, uh, obviously, if you live in Arizona, California, or Florida, Gentle Giants Products manufactures all-natural Gentle Giants dog food, which is sold in more than 1,250 stores in California, Arizona, and Florida, and is sold uh, nationally through mail order on Walmart.com, Amazon.com. You mentioned the Target stores now. Uh, have gentle yeah, and, and Walmart nationally. We're in we're in all <coughs> wonderful with Walmart and Target, and so we, we've gone from a, a, like a West Coast to now totally nationally. And actually, in Canada, we're in 410 Walmart super centers in Canada, and our food is very very uh, popular in Canada. It's uh, uh, it's it's great, you know, and and. And now we get people from writing from all over the world, from countries that I didn't even know existed, saying, hey, how do we get this gentle giant here in our country? So, it, and, 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 and it, this is all out of, 
coming out of doing something to try to make life better for, for you know, for the animals. It, it's funny how things, you know, and it takes time. Everything in life takes time. And, and certainly the last 27 years, and, you know, I, I still do, I still do occasional acting jobs, which is, is great. Uh, uh, and I was very honored um, last year to get my star in Hollywood Boulevard. Right. You know, which is, you know, I tell everybody, geez, you know, I wanted that for 50 years. I, and I say, tell people, I'm a patient person. But 50 years, that's a long time to wait, don't you think? <laughs> it is a long time. But it's worth it. Congratulations on that. And I've always wanted to say this. Thank you for your time, citizen. <laughs> Yes. Oh, you, you know, listen, I, I got to tell you, I, it, it's so funny in meeting people, how they react to, to the fact that when, you know, when Adam was around with us, you know, how people react to Batman and Robin, because, you know, people like, you know, celebrities and things like that. But because of our show was so, you know, campy, our style was so campy and, and people were just. You know, they they just they love Batman. You know, I, I remember scenes like we're chasing these villains down the street and they run across the street and I start to run after him. Batman says, no, Robin, wait, we can't go across the street we, like that. We have to use the crosswalk. Oh, well, I used the crosswalk down at the end of the block and the villains now were four blocks <laughs> past us. Because they use the crosswalk. But oh, no, we're going to use the crosswalk because that's the right thing to do. I think it's wonderful. Bert, if you're ever in town, stop by the studio. We'd love to have you in studio. Oh, well, I would love to, Matt, and uh, I hope you guys uh, are going to stay warm this winter. <laughs> he laughs. He starts laughing. That's a little hasn't been evil. so bad so far. Yeah. It's so actually so not bad out right no, now. We've had a pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 16 right. inches was a bit much, but 16 inches. Yeah, that's where? what we got, we got here. We got six six in our house. What does your temperature get down to? Uh, where, where you guys are, doesn't it get down to like below zero sometimes? Oh, yeah, it, it can get well sometimes. below zero. Yes. I love it, how you say that with a mocking tone. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. What are you people thinking? <laughs> You're insane. I love it. Well, believe it or not, out here on the West Coast, it, it, it doesn't get near as cold as you guys get it. But, you know, we, we, we put our coats on when it gets below 75 degrees. Oh, yeah, we, uh, well, we... I didn't my, even wear a coat my today parents at 27. spend <laughs> a lot of time in Florida, and, oh, yeah, believe me, as soon as it gets 65 degrees, they're all wearing these puffy coats oh, and scarves. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah. And up here, it's like below 50. People are just putting on pants instead of shorts. Yeah. It's all true. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, in other words, at 50 degrees, there's bathing suit weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. I wear, I wear T-shirts all winter. He does. Mm-hmm. It's true. You're weird. Well, well, that's because you're inside the studio at 85 degrees, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That is true. Something like that. Bert, come back soon. It's great having you on again. Gentle Giants products. Well, we have thank all the information. You. And I want to wish all of you and all your listeners a very... Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and hopefully a healthy 2022. Yes, same to you. Same to you, sir. Merry Christmas, Bert. Have a wonderful holiday to you, to you and your lovely wife. Thank you, sir. Well, all right. And as we said on Batman, to the Batmobile, yeah. citizens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. Be right back. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. Who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. 
Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company, Bradley's partner. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with a lot of multi-generational, family-owned businesses. Take Raymond Auto Body of St. Paul, for example. Four generations of the Slomkowski family having successfully run the business. When they were ready to expand, we helped them acquire a new building, allowing them to service more vehicles in their state-of-the-art shop. We've also helped them set up the next generation of owners, keeping the business and family for years to come. Tom here. If you want a family business like me or any business, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. I know them, trust them with my banking. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. Sounds like we really won you over, Tommy. Well, let's not get crazy, Brad. Seriously. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member, FDIC, and equal housing lender. Tom here, and I really love my pillow. And now they're offering my pillow towels, 100% USA cotton. You get two bath, two hand, and two washcloths, 60-day money-back guarantee. And right now, my pillow towels, originally priced $109.99, now a flash sale, $39.99 with promo code KQRS. This amazing deal is yours by going to the radio listener specials at MyPillow.com. Enter promo code KQRS. That's MyPillow.com, promo code KQRS. Because he's got new ones coming. Yeah, he said he's uh, yeah, working yeah. on it. We're back. What, what happened to the Secrets? We did it on Thursday. Oh, yeah, I know, but it's... Uh, he was in it uh, Israel and Texas no, but you, or something. No, it wasn't posted. Yeah, it wasn't posted, though. Oh, yeah, that's because he forgot to write up the synopsis. So is it up now? He said, give me five minutes. Okay, let's oh, check. Yeah, I was actually just texting him about it. So. Oh, so it's still not okay. up. Okay. Oh, yeah, there, he just sent it. So, hey, I'll post it. So, the last time I was in an animal shelter, my friend thought that she had lost her... Oh, God, this is my favorite story. I love this story. She calls me up and she's like, oh, my God, my brother, I've lost... My brother's dog ran away. I need to babysit this dog. You need a little background, though. This woman is... Crazy. Like, she's so, so sweet, but she's... She's forgetful. Okay. Yeah. Your mother? So anyway, your mother right. no reason to attack me. Um, so she calls me up and she's like, I'm just sick. My brother's dog is missing. I got to go find him. Will you go to the shelter with me? I'm like, oh, God, dog shelters. I can't go to dog shelters. Yeah, she's I'll like, why? And I'm like, because I will go buy a ranch in California <laughs> next to Bert, and we'll have we'll end up having a dog rescue ranch, because that's why. I can't look at those sad little dogs. I can't do it. So she talks me into going in there. So we go through. They're not there. It's not there. We go driving. They kind of live over in horse country out there in Wellington. So there's tons of land, and a lot of things could happen. And 
were running around posting things and asking if anybody saw this dog. And she's just crying. She's all upset. Two days later, we never found the dog. Two days later, she calls me up. I said, oh. I said, did the dog come back? She says, oh, I found out that he never dropped the dog off in the first place. Oh, Jesus. What? She didn't even he have He was the never dog. here. Oh, oh my way. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she never saw the dog at all? Never no. saw the dog Oh, at all. boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would be so mad. You just wasted my day. Yeah. Looking for a dog. And I'm sure dog you were, like, losing sleep, I'm sure. I know. Sure. I'm, like, like all worried dog. about this dog that I've never even laid eyes on. How did she not know the dog was never Because her brother off. was supposed to go out of town and drop the dog off. Yeah. She wasn't home. And they have, like, a farm. So and what they happened have, to the dog they, while the guy was gone? I don't know. I, I don't oh. think he ever left. I think oh, he changed okay. his plans and didn't call Patty. Mm-hmm. <gasps> <Whoops. laughs> oh, whoops. Uh, I'll mark that down. D-A-D-D-Y. That's how we call her. Something. I really Patty. Peppermint. She looks and just like and it. so and she has dogs that are outside all the time, <laughs> and they hang out by the by the house, and they don't get into you know they don't wander away. They stay yeah. nearby, and his dog usually hangs out with her dog. So mm. it's just I it mean, made sense. she's yeah. always anybody that comes over to their house, they bring their dogs because it's oh. just do they just run around. They don't care. Property. Like, dogs it's are the perfect everywhere. dog property. So, yeah. mm-hmm. When I was in about second grade, I think it was about second grade. We went on vacation with my mom and my dad. We are we had a uh, a, a beagle, um, and we dropped beagle. the beagle off at, at the mm, neighbors. And when we came beagles. back, the neighbor comes out with the beagle, and it wasn't our beagle. Oh, <laughs> and apparently, our dog had done the slip, changed with this dog. This dog got taken care of for like four days, and then eventually Nemo came back. Nemo was quite the crafty little dog. Well, actually, Nemo, (laughs) my friend, she had a beagle that was supposed to stay at their house, and it did run away, Mm -hmm. and it never was found. So beagles are notorious. Maybe it was the dog that took me place. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, no, beagles, if they, like, get on a scent trail, they'll just follow it until they don't know how to get mm-hmm. back home. Yeah. But, yeah, I remember my They're dad was like, that, that isn't my dog. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy didn't know. I mean, it was a dog. Like, right? That it's is like, crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. like when, like, a pet dies and the parents go out and replace it with a pet that looks just mm-hmm. like it. Yeah. I never did that only three times. That's what you do with fish. Yeah. (laughs) Did you swap out parakeets? (laughs) Oh, you didn't know that. I think you're old enough now to tell you. That's like, I mean, they're parakeets. They didn't even live that long. Several parakeets. (laughs) 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 At one time in my room, at one time in my room, every night I had sleeping a hamster, two parakeets, two cats, and two dogs. Yep. Wow. Jeez. Can I tell my Mike story? I won't say who it was, but you guys would all know Mike is not Michael Bryan. It was Patty. Yeah, it's not Michael Bilski. <laughs> it's not Michael Bryan. It's not Michael Bryan. Well, you only well. know like 50 of us. He was a very well-known bar owner down there. He's dead now, unfortunately. He died. Really nice guy. I thought the world's great guy. <laughs> doesn't own a pillow company. His, no, he doesn't own a pillow company. Not that Mike either. I, I get a call from his wife one day. You got to get over here and talk to your friend. I said, why? What's up? Just get over here. I'm like, okay, whatever. I go over. What's going on? Uh, She's mad at me because of last night. I said, okay, what would you do last night? said, well, I stayed. You know, I was at at one of my bars, and I stayed a little longer to make sure that everything was going well, and I had a few, and I got home. I said, what happened? 
Well, I tripped over the parakeet cage, <laughs> and it fell down. So I went over to pick it up, and I tripped and fell on the cage and crushed the birds. <laughs> oh. okay. So wow. it's just crushed. Wow. I mean, the birds are all dead. It's crushed. <laughs> what? So That's I said, a happy ending. Though. Well, that was, was an accident. Why is she so upset? He said, well... She must have heard it because it took her a while to, to throw on a robe or something and come down. And by that time, I was still sitting on the cage eating raw bacon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> eating raw bacon? How can you well, at least you didn't eat the bird. Never, <laughs> that eat the bird. Never yeah, been like, anything close to that drunken no. movie. Yeah, eat raw, raw bacon. He's eating How? raw bacon on a bird cage that's been crushed. Wow. Eat, yeah. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> Did he have the bacon before he <laughs> Yeah. The Go get the bacon, come back, and then sit Why on the cage? Why was the bird cage on the floor? Because he knocked it over. Off of what? No, no, it's one that stood on a stand, you know, the, the, oh, old, the, the old, old fashioned yeah, yeah, yeah. bird cage. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Got it. He's okay. the bird, crushed they, the bird. I want some bacon. Well, and then he wants to have some bacon. Was that oh. what you call rock bottom? Yeah, yeah. Your, it's, not, it's very, very close. <laughs> yeah. Your people need to get it together. Your My people. Mm-hmm. Your people. Blondes. They've invented a new meat. Oh, it's this is meat. Oh. meat. Oh. It's the vegan meat, right? Uh, vegans are pissed off. You know why they're mad? Because they can't eat meat. Because of course, right. <laughs> it seems like they're they mad because it tastes like meat. People. Well, yeah, that's the that's idea. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the whole idea is for it to I, taste like meat. I, mm-hmm. I can't. If what's the one? Impossible, impossible burgers. Yeah. If impossible burgers, like the only thing that's on the menu that I can eat, I will get one. But if I can get something else, I don't get it because it freaks me out. Because yeah. it tastes so much like meat. Well, that's what huh. they were complaining about. This tastes way too much like this. That's the whole just, point. But I'm not. I don't need. What would you prefer to taste like? I'm really happy with like a black bean burger or something. Mm. Like I don't want. Because there are some. There's a whole thing with <laughs> vegetarianism and veganism and stuff. Because it's like there are, most people are vegetarians and vegans because of well, yeah, you know vegans animal are rights. Often yeah, a little vegans more, are their yeah. own breed. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm just a calm there pescatarian. Just pescatarian. Like very moderate. Let's all calm down. <laughs> and but the whole purpose of these companies making things that taste just like meat is because they want people to eat less meat. And right. so they're like, Oh, we'll make it and then they'll be like, Oh, it's just as good as a burger. I'll just get this and less animals will be killed and then it'll be easier mm-hmm. to be vegetarian or just eat less meat. And well, so that's the whole point. Yeah, and there's also and a lot of people that give up eating meat really miss bacon. Yeah, and miss they the really miss burgers. burgers. Yeah, it's like so, a whole yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And so they are trying to do make it more accessible for people that are like, well, I could never do it. I love burgers too much or whatever. But it's like if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, it's you don't really want to eat that type of food because you're like, I mean, I haven't eaten meat since I was nine, so. I don't care if I ever eat a burger again, but now that they're available, it's like, oh, sure, I'll eat that, but it is kind of weird. Mm. I still remember a very young Thomas in this high chair and his grandmother bringing him out one of those fake hot dogs and him getting all super excited, and it went in his mouth and back out of his mouth. Oh, it's like, it's like yeah. what the hell is that? Fake meat used to be, fake meat used to be it used disgusting. To be yeah. It used to be disgusting. Well, there's a lot of it still that's very bad. Yeah, yeah. really and gross. I remember like back in the day, people would be like, oh yeah, it tastes just like meat. I was like, I don't think you've ever eaten meat. <laughs> 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 How long is it bad? No, you're, you're, not my, you're not my dad. <laughs> yeah, no. Although no. that... Bert, that uh, butcher shop is pretty good. Oh, Herbivore's Herbivore's Butcher. Yeah, 
yeah. They have I, some good stuff there. Their sandwiches are wonderful. Yeah, they I are. once had they their really ribs, good. and I couldn't finish eating them because the, like, as a vegetarian, you don't eat that texture, oh, like the sure. meaty mm-hmm. texture very much. And I was eating, and I was like, it's just kind of like freaking me out. Like I feel like I'm eating like a human <laughs> flesh. I don't know. I was just like, I just can't how eat this. How would you know? I, I, I want to know how like, ribs are correct. How would you know what eating human flesh is? Yeah. Like? It was just, it was just that like chewy, meaty. I was like, I don't know. It's freaking me out. It's been like too long that I haven't had. And I'm not a texture person. Like I'm, you know, some people are like, I can't eat mushy things, and I can't right. eat chewy things, and I can't, like I'm not that way. But it's just something that I hadn't had in such a long time. And I was just like, I don't know. I can't eat this. <laughs> And Dan was like, these are great. Well, this meat I was just talking about they're making, there there actually is blood with the meat. Oh, blood. Uh, No, they put put beet juice in it. Yeah, it's like red. When you're grilling it, it has like the red. Beyond Meat does that. Why? They do. Because they want it to seem as close to meat as possible, so... People that love oh, meat can do that. that. The whole point of all of this stuff is to make meat-loving mm. people. Well, it's yeah. like I don't want my meat to bleed. I so neither would I. I don't want my fake meat to bleed either. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Get this meat mm. juice away from me. Simulation of yeah. meat. Some people, it's like the. I don't know. The, their idea of a steak is just to eat it raw, oh, God. Yeah. as much blood as possible. Yeah. Well, so I don't want that happening. Take off the horns, wipe yeah, its ass, exactly. and throw it on the plate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've heard that saying. Oh, I've heard yeah. that saying. Wow. That's how she orders the guys. Yeah. I don't know. We can't With get her to throws stop. Her, throws her cowboy hat on the rack and yeah. hangs up her camouflage jacket. Oh, literally every time Melissa's grandpa orders a steak, he says... Brand it on both sides and put it on the plate. Yeah, mm. that's what he says yep. verbatim. Those are those are sayings. No. Yeah, <laughs> people like say yeah. no, Capaccio yeah. is very good. I like Capaccio. Yeah. Carpaccio is very very good. I don't. Know. It is good I stuff. Is good. Yeah, I, can't I don't do know why. You make fun of people eating raw bacon and you're eating that. I eat that. Yeah, sense. it's very good. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I like it. Carpaccio is a little different. I don't know. With little capers and some onions and a little crust. Carpaccio doesn't have any fat in it. And because thin, so or thin, sliced so thinly, I think that makes a difference. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. Oh, oh, it's like I can eat sushi all day, or mm-hmm. I used to be able to, but I don't know. Certain types of raw meat, it just doesn't seem right. We'll talk about oh texture. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of raw meat, okay. so what I was. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a story for you. Yeah, yeah, raw we meat found something story. interesting. Everybody's got their raw meat. When I, was in, when I was in college, the like our first summer, they have all the football players like come in and they're like, "Hey, we have to teach you how to cook because the like dining center is closed. We don't want you guys to starve to death." And so we're in this class. It's all the freshmen and uh, like this. His name was Grant Olson or is Grant Olson. He's like the smartest book smart kid that I've ever. Yeah, <laughs> the smartest like book smart kid I've ever met. And he's like sitting in front taking notes. And the lady's like, "Hey, uh, how do you know when your chicken is done cooking?" And he raises his hand with full confidence. He's like, "What is just a little pink on the inside?" No, <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, no. Like, I've never eaten no. at your house. No, not ever. Not no. chicken. Not just even a close. little. Just, just a little pink on the inside. Not zero. No, 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 no. We gotta take a break. Coming up with hour two. What's Timmy with us? Uh, no, it's tomorrow. Oh, no, Kostaki. That's who it is. It's yep. Kostaki Economopolis. Tim's tomorrow. Tim's tomorrow. Tim's tomorrow. Tuesday. Oh yeah. Yes, indeed. We'll be back.